go. Be sure to visit soundmind.app, peachjar.com, and nickelstrategies.com. Advocating for public education, sharing our stories, and celebrating our schools, students, and staff. From crisis communications to media relations, social media, and everything in between, we're here to give you the best strategies, tools, and techniques to help you help others. Welcome to the School PR Podcast, brought to you by Peach Jar, Sound Mind, and Nickel Strategies. Here's your hosts, Matthew Jennings and Ryan Ferran. New intro, new episode, new sponsor, new Matthew Jennings. What's up, my man? How are you? Doing excellent. I am very excited about all the newness that we're bringing to the School PR Podcast. You've done such a great job over the years. It's so fun to be a part of this. It's even better now with you. I mean, your name's in the intro, man. So now it's official. I can't kick you out now. <laughs> well, you could. You just have to do a little work. But uh, no, it feels great to be to be here and definitely be official. I know our guest, uh, Ian Hannigan, recent guest, he was vying for your co-host spot. So, I mean... Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't blame him for that. It's, it's definitely a fun gig. Um, getting to do the podcast is just a really easy, simple way to get the word out and connect with your audience, which is really cool. And Ian, man, that guy is dreamy. I love that guy. <laughs> he was on episode 76, creating your own newsroom and website with Ian Hannigan. And that was actually a really good one because he has some really good ideas about creating a whole separate newsroom website just with your district or your county's news and how to kind of do that. And it was something he got from the private sector from NHL and borrowed that strategy. And it's actually not that widespread in school communications yet, but I think it's just a great idea and something I'll be looking into this summer for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I've heard uh, from other districts that have used that to success. And if you're interested to learn more about our new co-host, episode 75 is when we have the big reveal and then Matthew gives a story and all your background in education and kind of your different jobs and titles and all that positions throughout and where you're at now. So that was kind of a, a fun one as well. Yeah, it's been a wild ride. What, uh, 18 years in public education, it's been a lot of fun and I can't be a bigger supporter of the system and I'm happy to still be, as Dan Thigpen puts it, Public education adjacent. Oh, and that's a wise man. That's a guy I would follow and connect with, Daniel Thigben. He's the man. He is the man. I love that guy too. Speaking of, Daniel Thigpen is following at School PR Podcast on Instagram. I know that for a fact, and so should you. What Daniel does, you should do, and that's one of the things he does. That's so. so true. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. He's he can't, I can't echo that enough. Um, I told Dan that one time to his face, I, I think he, he got really shy, but I said, man, I just have to tell you just, this is going to be really weird, not a left field, but I have a lot of admiration for you. I hope to be you one day. I just think <laughs> you're really incredible. And, and, you know, I think he was getting a, a drink of water at one of the conferences and he just wasn't <laughs> totally ready for me to unload on him like that, but it is true. What Dan does it's usually pretty good advice. Go ahead and follow that. 
Yeah, I think I had the same conversation with him that made him feel just as uncomfortable and uh, at a recent Calspra a couple of years ago. And we were trying to figure out, because when I joined Calspra, I thought he was been in there like 10 years or whatever. And, and he was saying, no, I think we joined very similar times. I was like, what? Because I was always so impressed with him. He was doing sessions. And I still point people... I don't know why we got off on a Daniel Thigpen thing, but that <laughs> is, this is he's gonna he's gonna be mortified by this. But I still point people to I think it was the session he did in Sacramento about the community Facebook groups, mm-hmm. where you know everyone's got a community group about your district, your community, and they're posting all these negative things with inaccurate information. And that was he was ahead of his time because I still point to that. They're even bigger of an issue now, but I always point back to that presentation and things that he told people and strategies as one of the um, just amazing sessions in Calspra. Well, as we as we continue to promote the amazingness that is Dan Stigman, I will I will say that if you ever have the opportunity to attend one of his sessions, definitely do because he's got some fantastic humor baked into the slide decks that just kind of pop out of nowhere take you off guard. Uh, he's, he's just a good dude all around. Yeah. I think he has a lot of cats in his presentations or he has random <laughs> slides. That pop up. Come on, don't let the cat out of the bag, man. You got to let people oh. be surprised during, during the session. Uh, anyway, so he's a great guy. Follow him. He follows us. We have a, so we have a new, the whole, one of the points of this was we have a new Instagram page for the school PR podcast where we're posting show highlights just clips one minute maybe three minutes of show clips and if you like what you hear you can go listen to the full episode so we're started doing that and getting some information out we're sharing on stories so follow us on the school pr podcast Um, we have our private facebook group to be perfectly honest that has not taken off like i thought it would um, which is fine but the pr uh school pr podcast on instagram seems to be doing well and we're slowly growing and we're, we're able to post some clips there and Matthew and I were talking before we came on uh, Instagram. I'm shifting kind of uh, strategies for social media because of Instagram and stories and reels for our district page are doing very, very well. Um, it's a little annoying. You got to post a post and then add a story. But there's also ways where you can grab the post and add it to your stories. But when you do that, you can only do 15 seconds if you're doing video from a reel. So maybe the best way is just to post directly to the story. You can post a full minute, but the point is there's ways to do it. I just gave you some ideas and better techniques, but we're seeing great engagement and great numbers with our stories. It seems like people are checking out the stories a little bit more than the posts. So um, what I don't like about stories is they disappear, but you can use that highlight button at the top and at the top of our school PR podcast page, you can see what I'm talking about. So you can save the story so they don't disappear. So that's a great feature. And I would recommend if you're not using stories and reels, really look into utilizing them. And, uh, I think you'll see some traction for sure. Yeah, that's good. We're and we're seeing the same over at Peach Jar on on our Instagram, Peach Jar Inc. Inc. Uh, it is interesting when you look at the difference of stories and reels. And if you're interested, we don't have to take a deep dive on that now. But the why behind Instagram setting up the different stories and reels and and stories are really meant to just be like that. Real quick, at a glance, here's a day in the life of a principal or something. You know, here's a day in the life of a custodian. It just kind of it's in and out. Uh, whereas reels are also great, 
but sometimes not as viewed as much as stories for the simple fact that people have to navigate to reels to get to get to you know viewing them. But uh, yeah, I mean, one one day maybe we can take a deeper dive on what that real difference is there. But uh, it was intentional the way they set it up. The pun was intentional. We can take a real dive, or the uh, the, the setting up was intentional. <laughs> both. Let's go with both. No, I wish I was smart enough to set up that pun, but I, I got to admit I wasn't. Um, but yeah, I would I would definitely play around with that and 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 maybe for a month kind of track your analytics from stories and reels. But it, that is fascinating. It is a little frustrating. They have so many different formats, and social media used to be so simple and basic, and now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it is a little bit more of a science to figure out what's working better and how you can do this. And even I didn't learn till recently getting back into Instagram is like, okay, if you want to post, you know, take your post and make it a story, you can. But if it's video, it can only it only does the first 15 seconds. So how do I get I, I'm seeing other longer stories that are videos. How do I do that? But you got to post organically in the story. So there's things like that. But mm-hmm. I feel like that little extra effort does pay dividends uh, for your reach. So I, yeah, I would you know what I find the most frustrating these days, Ryan, when, when I'm trying to create content for social media is do I film vertical or do I film horizontal? No, oh, seriously. So, so that's so annoying because now I feel like, you know, for a while we, we, we went to horizontal. We were trying to tell everybody, quit filming vertical, quit filming vertical, right? Because that's the news real broadcast situation. So when you're going to, film horizontal and submit it to the news or the media outlet or whatever. They need it horizontal. And now these, these, uh, you know, social media outlets have popped up trying to differentiate themselves. We're back to vertical on some and horizontal on others. And so really you got to do double duty now if you're Mm -hmm. out there filming an event, because you really probably going to want to be in as many spaces as you can. And so uh, you got to film some content horizontal and some vertical. I have a question for you and this uh, I don't really remember off the top of my head, but Stories are public and reels uh, or stories, I mean, are only discoverable by your viewers, right? And reels and, and reels are public. Didn't you just, when you were looking at Peach Jar's analytics, didn't you say that one of them, I forget which one you said, reached 100 non-followers? Which one was that? Yes, that is, that is a reel. So the real reached a hundred people that were not following us. So I believe the difference here is reels are public, whereas stories are only for your followers. Mm, okay, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, so that's that's one of the interesting things. Like we've seen, at, you know, just following the analytics at Peach Jar, um, <clears throat> is that we actually have quite a few people watch our reels that are not followers. Uh, we're doing a lot of professional development there on Peach Jar Inc. So if you're interested in that sort of thing, you know, session on photos and videos and all that kind of stuff. If you are one of those that are viewing, right, and not subscribing, go ahead and and, <laughs> and, and, and like and follow, right? Uh, because that also helps with the analytics. But it's, it is interesting, uh, the differentiation between one being public and one being only for your followers. That is interesting. Speaking of social media pet peeves, there is nothing more annoying lately then going to view your comments on Facebook and it defaults to most relevant and there's only one comment. Are you kidding me? That drives me nuts. 
we could have a whole we could have a whole podcast just on how frustrating Facebook is alone and, and oh. the changes and the analytics and the algorithms and oh my gosh. Yeah, but no, absolutely. You, you know, it's, you get like an alert, you get like five alerts, you go there and you're like, one comment, what's happening here? Oh, okay. And then you go to click on it. It doesn't show it to you because somehow most relevant is clicked and it doesn't find the only comment, the most relevant comment. And it's like, you got, oh my goodness, that drives me nuts. It's so true. It's so true. So you just got back from uh, your world traveler now. Mm. Um, so you just got back from Waspra. Yes. Amazing. What an amazing group of com communicators out there. They were a blast. Uh, Waspra uh, does a couple of conferences a year. Uh, this conference is in Leavenworth, Washington, and it's a little Bavarian community in Washington. And they've been going there for, I guess, a very long time, many, many, many years to this very particular hotel, this very particular community. And so everyone there just just kind of melts in. They know each other. They know the town. They know what they're going to go do. Uh, the sessions are really great and engaging and um, just really loved the group. That was a blast. It's been a lot of fun now being able to go to so many different SPRAs and the, and the, cha the state chapter conferences. Just see how we all do it a little bit differently. See what we do the same um, and see how the professional development is sometimes very different and it's sometimes very much the same um, spread across the regions across the country, which has been a, a blast for me. When I think Waspra, I think of one person. Did you oh, see my man? Is. Did you see my man, Curtis Campbell? Curtis Campbell. That's right. I did. I did. <laughs> I got to see Curtis in action too at the karaoke bar. Um, I think he did some biggie, but uh, what? Yeah, yeah, Curtis is the man. Uh, he Just when I just when I didn't think I could get any more respect from him, he drops Biggie at karaoke. Yeah, he's a Puyallup uh, school district. Uh, very, very great guy. I love him a lot. Uh, he's a lot of fun to hang out with and talk to and talk shop. We actually um, talk shop for quite a while on ChatGPT, which is a whole nother topic uh, that we'll have to bring to you on the podcast one of these days. Um, yeah, he's, he's a really good dude and a legend in our field, obviously, as well. Also, a past... Inspra Northwest Region Vice President. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, we did have a whole episode on ChatGPT where I brought in my Chief Technology Officer and our Chief Strategy Innovation Officer. And it's actually one of our most popular episodes recently, yeah. episode 68. And there's a ton of downloads on it. It is fascinating. And what's happening with ChatGPT um is super cool so if you want to learn more and how that's affecting uh ai education and our jobs check out episode 68 and curtis i've tried to have him on the podcast me and him connected several years ago trying to get him on and uh just didn't happen with our schedules but we'll probably definitely have curtis on and i know he's very excited about enspra going to seattle next year i think yeah. he uh I think he's very happy about that. And if you're thinking about going this year, our very last episode, 81, was all about Ensper Conference in St. Louis this year. And we had Melissa McConnell on from Ensper, who's amazing. And we talked everything, strategies to convince your superintendent to go, how to best prepare for it, what you can do. And um, so that is episode 81. Take a listen to that as well. Yeah, that's that's good. You know, um, 
St. Louis, definitely be there and get ready for Seattle for Inspira as well, 2024. Both going to be phenomenal conferences. While we're on the subject of chat GPT, real quick, I have, a, I have a pop quiz for you. You ready, Ren? I'm ready. What does chat GPT stand for? And you can't Google this. Oh, I have no idea. Okay. It stands for chat generative pre-trained transformer. Oh, yeah, that was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, right. Um, it's it's kind of when you break it down, chat, okay, um, generative, generating chat, okay, pre-trained, meaning the training that went into the AI on the front end uh, is is how it generates the chat. But then you end up with Transformer, and I'm not really sure if it's like Autobots uniting or, or <laughs> what that is. I'm not sure how that works, but uh, yeah. Just a just a, a little a little trivia for you. I did not know that. I appreciate that trivia. Now, was that a reference to the Transformers cartoons when we were a kid? By the way, the yeah. Autobots or whatever. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Amazing. Yes. Before we move on here, I just wanted to uh, mention our sponsor. Speaking of uh, conferences and great people, that helps. Uh, one of the new sponsors, Peach Jar. Thank you so much. If you're looking to systemize your flyers in your school district. If you're one of the few that aren't using peach jar in the country, check out peachjar.com and they have a great team minus Matthew that are just very helpful and uh, will will help you with uh, your needs for that and set up a call soundmind.app. They have a whole mental health and wellness program for your schools. They're in districts all over the country. One of my former interns started that they've raised over $2 million and they're doing great things in the mental health support space for schools and school districts. So that is fantastic. And of course, Nickel Strategies, uh, if you need help, you're a solo shop, you need somebody to take on a project, Nickel Strategies have some of the uh, best and brightest minds in school PR in the country on their team. So check them out. Coming up in our National Communications Internship Collab, by the way, we have our next meeting scheduled uh, May 18th at noon Pacific Standard Time. So if you're interested in internships and you're not in our National Communications Internship Collab, you can sign up. There's links in the show notes description. But Robert from a local district around us, El Monte, is going to be talking about his internship program where he has two interns that are paid college interns. So that's a different format than I use here. But uh, again, with internships, there's different ways to do it ways you need to do it. So Robert's going to do um, our next meeting and be our kind of our guest speaker and explain all about his program. So check that out. So to join, you need to join the collab and we'll send you the link via email and uh, you can check it out. He's a great guy, knows his stuff. And he just started this program. So he has all the ideas and everything he's done kind of fresh in his mind. So he's willing to share. So check that out. May 18th, join the collab for that. Matthew, have you ever done any, uh, you haven't done any internships in your time, have you? No, I have not done a student internship. Um, I have had um, like comps people come from college level and do internships with me. Oh, nice. Um, I think the most amazing one of those, an example would be Adriana Angulo, uh, who came to Newport Mesa as a intern in college and um, is now a PIO on her own, which is amazing. She's, she's just an incredible gal. Um, nice. So, yeah, no, that, that was, that was the only internship that I ever had the, the benefit of doing. Well, that worked out well. 
Um, and one of my former interns, speaking of ChatGPT and AI, one of my former interns, now a graduate of Northeastern, is working doing uh, marketing for an AI company right now. Uh, so it's super, super cool that, uh, you know, I was chatting with her the other day on LinkedIn and uh, Tiffany is doing working for, I'm going to get the name of the company. I don't think, oh yeah, I'm not going to be able to pronounce it, but it's a great company and she's doing marketing for them and doing a lot of the media buys and stuff like that. So uh, super exciting. Well, that's cool. I know the internship, the, the, the program that Arcadia Unified runs over there is not only just award-winning, but amazing. And so uh, if it's something that you've considered, you know, I'll just do a plug for you. If it's something you've considered as a, as a communications, you know, director or, or professional that you need a little bit more of an army out there creating content for you and helping you with your social media and your marketing and branding and getting the word out about your missions, values, and programs. Um, I know I, I did uh, hunt down Arcadia's uh, program a couple of times, just never got it off the ground in my district, but um, really fantastic internship program. And um, yeah, I can't, can't speak highly of it enough. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a great program. Amber's done an amazing job since she's come in. We really streamlined it. And a lot of people have gone to our sessions, listened to the podcast. We have several episodes about it and they, they're still hesitant to pull the trigger but we made it even easier um, for people and there's different, there's a lot of different ways you have to do it, but um, you start small and then, you know, you have the question we always get is you still are managing and reviewing so much work and, and working with the interns and teaching them. So it's still time consuming. So you get all this content, but it, it's not without time. But when you create these systems, as far as manager roles, they take on a lot of the first, drafts editing and some of that work and once you get the trainings up and going um it really becomes much more on them and seamless you're still overviewing you still have weekly meetings and stuff but um at first it was so much time for us and now you know with our student managers and we have them some as freshman year and they're with us juniors and seniors they know what to write they know the captions they can review the other interns work so they take a lot of that work off our plate and it becomes less time consuming and more efficient. So we've, we've uh, iterated over the years and it's become even much more of a stream streamlined program, which is great. Yeah, that's wonderful. All right, Matthew. Um, so I think that is it for this episode. Just wanted to, apparently we just wanted to come on and talk about Daniel Thigpen. And yeah, uh, <laughs> well, hey, hey, since I mentioned her, let me just give a, a shout out to my, my friend, uh, my very dear, dear friend, Adriana Angulo, communications coordinator over at Huntington Beach City School District. Love that gal. Yeah, she's awesome. She's really kind of the up and coming rock star. She, her and her superintendent attended Cal Sprut together, did a session together. And that is a great way to uh, promote the field and really get your superintendent be on the same page with them. So she's definitely a rock star worth a mention on the school yeah. PR podcast. And I may or may have not pushed her to present this year, knowing yes. how talented she is. So that's awesome. We know uh, Dr. Uh, Lisa Winston, the, the superintendent there, used to do our job. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yes, which is really, really rad. Um, so she was, I, I might mess this up. And so I I, I don't want to say, you know, I'm, I'm going to try. Uh, but she was like in human resources and also in charge of communications. 
And so, you know, in Orange County Department of Ed, Ian Hannigan was just also ahead of his time. Uh, another guy that we absolutely love. We started talking about him too. Um, but Dr. Winston would come to the quarterly meetings that Ian would host at the Orange County Department of Ed because even though she was in HR at the time, I think she was a superintendent, assistant superintendent or associate super of HR. I just don't remember exactly. Even though she was in HR, she was tasked with all the communications for her district. And so um, got to see her quarterly and got to really get to know her and, and get to know her work. She's amazing. And so when she was promoted, now she's uh, you know the superintendent for Huntington Beach City School District. Not only is she an amazing leader, just an amazing human, but a complete supporter of our job and our roles because she stood in those shoes. That's awesome. I did not know that. Pretty cool. A lot of, lot of uh, I mean, other duties as assigned, as yeah. they say in the contract, but a lot of assistant sues, principals, they are in charge of communications because they don't have somebody and they need to do it. And I was with uh, Keith Butler, uh, CBO from Torrance, who was doing communications on an interim basis and came to Calspra. Mm -hmm. And so I did a session with him at Casbo. And it, it is, um, even if you're not in charge of it, we are seeing more superintendents, assistant superintendents doing communications and uh, the importance of it. We're seeing the rates, as we talked about with Melissa, of superintendents at conferences increase and increase. Um, so it's just smart. And you interviewed somebody recently with a very fancy communications title. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was Dr. Whitley at Cumberland County School Districts. I'd have to look him up. Associate Superintendent of like uh, Community and Family Engagement, something yeah. like that. He's an Associate Superintendent at our level, which is that kind of thing just really elevates the work that we all do. Yeah. And I've, I've seen a couple of those titles once or Two, one or two times throughout the years, but now there's more um, becoming out there, which is great, showing the importance of communications and even higher up in cabinet and the executive teams. And uh, so I think that's great. And I've, there's also a couple former communication directors that are now chief of staffs, which are really, mm -hmm. really cool. Um, we'll Music save some. comes to mind. Yeah, and I think Trent Allen is also yeah. a chief of staff too. Um, both Enspra folks. Look at us well. just name dropping people on this podcast. So we're going to have to put a tweet out with all everyone mentioned. They're all going to be mortified. <laughs> <laughs> all amazing yeah. professionals for sure. And speaking of music, I just um, did a mental health webinar with um, Sound Mind and we gave a lot of resources out. But I put um, the San Diego County Office of Education mental health page as a resource and put that mm -hmm. in the national group too. Um, they do such a good job with sharing resources. Yeah. Uh, she's amazing. True. All right. I know you're hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, we mentioned a lot of names, got the Instagram out there and some good info. We have a lot, Matthew, as you know, we just, before we hopped on, planned out our schedule for the next few weeks. We have a lot of amazing people uh, coming up that we're going to have as guests and we'll share those as they come on. But a uh, lot more good content coming out. Check out Peach Jar Extra Credit for more PD for yourself. We have 80-plus episodes of the School PR Podcast. We now have almost 13,000 downloads, so it's good people are still tuning in, even with Matthew as a co-host and in right. the show intro. <laughs> Appreciate it. Check out sound, soundmind.app, peachjar.com, and nickelstrategies.com. They are there to help you, as are we. Until next time, Matthew, have a wonderful day. Great catching up. 
and uh, we'll chat soon, my friend. All right, see you.